You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 91. Today, we're talking all about how to architect the perfect day. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen, James Wedmore here, and this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. And I'm coming to you with a very special bonus episode all about crafting the perfect day. It seems like a lofty goal, this far-off dream and a vision, but it starts here on this episode. And the first thing that really came to mind, well, a couple things have come to mind. I'm going to share three things that we can do to kind of create a little bit more structure for defining and stepping into your perfect day. So we'll go over those. But obviously, the biggest challenge I have is that well, all I can do is share my perfect day. And, you know, not every day is a perfect day. So it's more about setting the intention and asking the right questions to get clarity on defining what your perfect day is. And here's the thing. You can define your perfect day today, and that can change in a week. That can change in tomorrow, right? But setting the intention out there and really getting inquisitive is a great place to start. So I've got some great stuff to cover, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, here is the gigantic cosmic joke of it all. I've actually had, like, not a good morning. <laughs> it's it's 8 in the morning here. I'm at the office. I'm the first one here. And it's been a bumpy road already. And I'm just like, well, this is even more of a reason to record. In fact, this has never happened before, but I recorded this episode already. I recorded it. And then... I have no idea what happened, but this was yesterday. I recorded it and went to go check the recording, and it stopped like halfway through. And I was like, well, that's a little discouraging, but I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. And here I am, and it's just so funny because I have had some, you know, like stupid stuff happen already from like 7 to 8 in the morning. And I was like, well, you know what? I might as well just flip on the record switch and go. So let's see. Here's what happened. Just some little dumb stuff. But it came in threes. It always does. So first I saw like a negative comment on one of our Facebook posts that I was like, this is, you know, stupid. You know, that kind of set me off. And that was like, I got in my car. I checked my phone. And, you know, so as soon as I'm heading off to work, I see that. And I was like, oh, that's not... That wasn't cool to say that. <laughs> I was kind of like, I was kind of stewing in that. I kind of realized I was kind of like, geez, like, wow. And then my mind just kind of went into this place of, man, you know, that's the thing with social media. People can just say what they want, you know, no consequence. And it's kind of like road rage, right? Social media road rage. Of course, I get to the office and there's someone parked in my parking spot. <laughs> And that just totally had to trigger me. We only have two spots at our office and someone's parked in mine and my wife will be here soon. So I had to take her spot. And I was like, really? Like it says parking for this place only. And I was like, who does that? Who just parks wherever they want? And so I was like, I started to recognize it there. I was like, man, we're not off to a good start. And then I went and got some coffee and they totally forgot about it and like left it there (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was just trying to be too nice of a guy. And I just kind of saw it there for a good five or 10 minutes on the back counter. And I finally was like, um, I think that's mine. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm drinking this like lukewarm coffee. And I was like, you know what? This look, the point of me telling this is I feel like an old version of me would have said, oh, it's going to be a bad day. Like, this is just telling of how the day is going to be. And even though there could be some accuracy to that, it doesn't mean you don't have a say in shifting that, in changing that. And I'm not going to let these three little things, like the Facebook comment happened yesterday, and I just read it this morning, and people park in my spot all the time. But if I get there early enough, then there's never a problem. And, you know... I have my own coffee machine in the office. I don't need to go out and get coffee. So this can be turned around. And that's really important. I think the first step is to recognize it. And that's what I did is I recognized it. So I want to take you through three things that help me craft a perfect day. And I'm still committed to today being a perfect day. I'm looking at those things, especially now sharing that on the episode. It can be very cathartic, by the way. <laughs> get up. You want to have the perfect day, just create a podcast complaining about all the bad stuff that went in your day, and it'll just rid you of all of it. No, but in all seriousness, I'm still committed to having a perfect day. I'm committed to having a perfect day every day, and it's my version of perfect. Perfect doesn't mean there's no mistakes. Perfect doesn't mean that no one's going to disappoint you, say something rude on Facebook, or forget your coffee. Perfect means whatever you want it to mean. Perfect could just mean, you know, you get time to do something you want to do. It doesn't matter, but what matters is that you get clarity on it. And I just want to give you three things to help you do that. Because the thing is, entrepreneurship, I've spoken about this before, it's just this like wide, open, blank canvas. And your day is like that too. So I just remember getting up and like, what am I supposed to do? Like, there's no boss, there's no schedule. You create all that, right? And so it's nice to have a little structure in there. So here's the first thing. First thing is what I call feel it first. Feel it first. People talk about morning routines. We talk about morning routines, but I don't think people really tell you like the real intention behind a morning routine. Here's my intention. The intention is to feel it first. Plain and simple. So here's what I mean. We're always manifesting. We're always up to big things. We're always hoping and wishing and dreaming and architecting and visualizing and bringing in things into our life, whether it's that next project, financial goal, vacation, that new car, the new house, whatever. For me, it's my new house. That's the thing I'm manifesting right now. And the first thing you want to do is identify what those things are. Like You can start to think about that right now. You don't need to get all fancy and legit with it. But just like, what are some of the things that you're up to creating? Like, what are some of the desires you have in your life? And when you get clear on those, you simply ask the question, what do I believe that this will make me feel? Or how will I feel once I have this thing? What is the emotion that describes the experience of this thing? For me, a new house is about expansiveness. That's my emotion. That's how I want to feel That's how I want the house to make me feel. So your morning routine, whether it's 10 minutes, like don't give me any of these excuses if I don't have the time. You can all find time because I'm not asking for an hour, even though if you want to do an hour, that's great. I know people do like 90 minute morning routines. That's amazing. But finding a space, like there's some Eckhart Tolle quote that says like, I'm going to totally botch it, but it's like taking a present deep breath in and out is meditation. Just one breath. 
So don't say you don't have the time, okay? But the goal here is to get clarity on what that emotion or feeling is and feel it first. Find a morning routine that does that. My wife loves to drink hot water with lemon in the morning and read a book. And, you know, it's usually some more inspiring book and she just wants her time. You know, for me, it changes. Sometimes it's a walk. Sometimes there's always meditation in there. Sometimes I go down to the beach. Sometimes it's just meditation. The point is, is that when we get clear on why we're doing it, I think that's going to help. So the point is, even if you go, let's take a step back for a second and say, well, what do I want my perfect day to look like? And you might say, I don't really know, James. I don't know. Every day's different. You say, okay, great. Let's blur it a little. What's the essence of a perfect day? What's the essence of how you want to feel in a day? And maybe you just say like, honestly, I just want to feel inspired. Great. Then you make it your dominant intention to feel inspired first thing in the morning. And you don't get to work until you do that first. This is about being proactive, not reactive. Okay, so feel it first, folks. Feel it first, folks. Next, begin with the number one priority. You know, I love that quote. It says, if everything's a priority, then nothing is. So one of the things that I always do, and I learned this a long time ago, is I realize I'm going to be the most productive first thing in the morning. Most of us are. So I like to get up early as well, right? as early as I can. So the night before, and usually on Sunday, I look at the week and I say, what are the things that I'm going to, you know, my number one priorities for the week, three to five things. And then the night before I take just a couple minutes to identify my priorities. This is a skill to develop the skill of prioritization. Such a powerful skill, folks. Can you really look at a list of things and say, this is the thing that I know that if I do it, is going to make all things easier, essential. It's going to, you know, knock all the dominoes down. Or it's the 5%, right? When you have a plan, when you have a project that has a plan, every project has the 5%. The 5% of activities that are going to generate 95% of the results. You start there. You don't leave those off. See, the thing is, is those tend to be the activities that are uncomfortable or scary, or, you know, whatever, and we try and resist them. Do those first. You've heard that other quote, we tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in a day and underestimate what we can achieve in a year. Well, what if every day you just did the number one priority and you just spent an hour on it? Then you can get to all the putting out the fires, the reactionary, the email, the things like that. I guarantee if you just started that, because everyone here I'm talking to, I can imagine that part of the ingredient, part of the ingredients or the recipe of your perfect day is having a true experience of progress in the right direction. I've surveyed too many of my customers. I've asked and talked to too many of my students and attendees at my event, and we're all looking for progress in the right direction. And that can be challenging as an entrepreneur when you're kind of following up your own path and making it up as you go along. But if we kept having an experience of progress, um, that keeps the passion alive. That keeps us going. You have to learn the skill of prioritization. You start with number one. What is the most important thing that I could do today? One thing, even if I just spent an hour, 30 minutes. It's powerful. Today was this podcast, by the way. <laughs> okay, then bonus time. What if every day, after you identified one priority, you also identified one thing, minimum, that you were going to say no to or delegate do I have to do this? Does it have to be done by me? Unbelievable. You guys, think about that. What if every day you were pushing the needle forward by spending 60 minutes 
the first 60 minutes of the day of work, you know, after you do your first morning routine, working on the most important thing that you could be working on and then delegating or crossing one thing off your list because it's unnecessary. So how do you identify what is a priority and what is not? This is probably a bigger topic for another time, but it is a skill to develop. And to me, it's about asking the right questions. You know, when you have a plan, it's a lot easier. What are the steps? What do I need to do here? When you're kind of don't have a plan, which a lot of times I talk to people, they don't really have a plan. They're just like, well, I know someone's doing Facebook groups, so I created a Facebook group, and I'm kind of working on this new product here, but there's like, there's no plan. There's just kind of like, this is where I feel like working today, and this is kind of what I feel like working on today. But I'm very linear in my thinking, strategic like that. Like, what is the step by step by step by step that's going to get me to the finish line? And then I look in there and I say, what are those things? What are the few items, the 5% that's going to get me the furthest? And what are the things that could only be done by me? So usually crafting a new presentation or a new offer, you know, webinar slides, stuff like that are things that I'm going to spend my time on first. Okay. So to recap so far, we've got feel it first. Start your day with creating some space and step into the emotion, feeling, or experience that you are creating in your life. If that's expansiveness, find a way to feel that now. Play with that. If that's, you know, joy or gratitude, just find a way to feel that. Okay, sit in that pool for a moment. Then you start your workday with the number one priority. And then the last thing is schedule you time or schedule fun time. This is important because, well, for me, it's very important. See, you just schedule you time. I call it fun time because fun is actually one of our company's core values because fun is something really important to me. So if I'm not doing something fun every day, like what's the point, right? So I'm always doing stupid fun stuff, stupid fun stuff time. And, you know, like for example, surfing. So I don't just go surfing when I feel like it. One of the things I'll do first thing in the morning is I'll check the tides. I'll check you know, where the swell's at and the winds and all that stuff. And I'll go like, oh man, like two o'clock, it's going to be really perfect time to go out. So I'll schedule two o'clock and then I'll make sure I fit my work into that. You know, it's the whole Parkinson's law conversation that the work is going to expand to fill the time allotted for it. So I schedule that in so that I do that. I have a nephew, he's 14 months and he's like my best friend in the world. And he lives at my parents' house with my sister. So they're very close. They're like five minutes from me. So I know when he goes to bed and he goes to bed super early, you know, like 730. So I schedule to get there like an hour beforehand so I can hang out with him. Like I schedule that type of stuff. And that's really important to me. And I can't stress how important it is to you. But my fun activities are not your fun activities. What are the things that are fun for you? In fact, a great exercise would be to list out the things that you do that make you happy, that distract you from the stressful, frustrating activities. What are the things that you do that you call play? Could be going for a walk, hiking, riding a bike. You have this list in your back pocket. It is so powerful to just pull from these. You know, I'm going for a hike, I'm going for a walk. The more we can do this, the better. Okay. So, We talked about a couple things today. Told you how today, this morning was kind of a breakdown for me, but I'm feeling good now, okay? And there are three things that I do to help me create structure for my perfect day. After I ask, what does a perfect day really look like for me? For me, 
you know, I like to feel effective and productive. I like being a leader to my team and I love having fun every day, whether, you know, yesterday I went surfing for only 20 minutes, but I was like, I'm just going to get out there. It was better than nothing, right? Feel it first, first thing in the morning. Then begin your workday with your number one priority and make sure to schedule fun time. Those are just a few things we can do to start architecting your perfect day. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. For 10 years now, I've made my living selling digital courses, membership subscriptions, and group coaching. I've been able to make millions of dollars. Yet even better, I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of students with my training. Yet I've never taught my system on how to actually get started, how to choose the right niche, the right product, the right tools, and the right plan. Until now. The information marketing industry is booming now more than ever. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get in, well, now is your time. For the next eight weeks, I'm going to be delivering a brand new training course live showing exactly how to get started and get profitable, even if you have no list, no product, or no idea. And the best part is it's 100% free. All you have to do is request an invite to my private Facebook group. Every week, I'll broadcast a live, in-depth training with homework, action items, and of course, Q&A. So to request access to my private group now and join the training absolutely free, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. That's www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. And I'll see you there.